Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 71 with Mike Abramowitz. Mike is Cutco Vector's top producing district manager, a winner of the Silver Cup in three competitive categories in 2020, including the number one district team with over $2.4 million in sales. Our original episode highlighted many of the ways in which Mike Abramowitz gets more in life by being a giver. But this short flashback is more about a defining moment in Mike's early career and the lessons that made everything in his life and career possible. Sometimes we don't realize how small moments of truth in our lives can affect everything. Realizing all the great things that Mike has accomplished today, I hope you draw some inspiration from this segment and from the decisions he made to press on through some initial challenges. This episode is sponsored by BrainFuel a new cerebral beverage co-founded by Silver Cup Cutco alum Colton Horn. Brain Fuel is scientifically derived from coffees, teas, collagens, and antioxidants. It prolongs mental focus, sharpens alertness and decision-making, and protects your brain from burnout. I can tell you from personal experience that its impact is astounding. Brain Fuel is spelled uniquely because it is unique. It's B-R-E-I-N. F-U-E-L. Go to brainfuel.com to check it out. And if you use the code CLSK when you check out, you'll get 35% off your first order. You can see all our podcast sponsors at changinglivespodcast.com slash deals. Enjoy this flashback segment from Mike Abramowitz and be sure to revisit the full episode number 71. Well, tell us about some of the most important experiences from the early part of your career and, and you know, what you feel you learned from those things. Yeah, that's, it's such an interesting question because obviously, if you know who I was before Vector, that summer really shaped and molded who I became throughout the time throughout college. You know, freshman year of college, uh, you know, I was in, kind of in debt, you know, spent all my money, didn't really understand financial responsibility much. But that summer, when I started making my own money, I, I took it very seriously, uh, working for it. That summer, uh, probably sixth week on the job was my most memorable moment of that summer where I vividly remember, I still tell this story to this day. And it was when it was SC2 push right before it started. And my sample kit was stolen out of my car. Hmm. And I was probably at about, I don't know, maybe 5,000 in sales at this point. And uh, what that means to us in Vector is all, I went through all my initial lists. So I've already gone through a lot of my mom's contacts and my, my friends, parents and whatnot. So 
in my sample kit were, were my recommendations, where my names and numbers. I had about uh, $700 in sales. Uh, you know, their credit card numbers were in that sample kit. Like it was on the paper order firms back then. Like it was really a challenge. And I had a conversation with Andrew at that moment, and he might remember this, but. I was crying my eyes out. I was like, I don't want to quit this job. I fell, I fell in love with the opportunity and I didn't want to quit. And that moment, I felt like I had to. I felt like what I loved so much was taken away from me. And that, that was really a big defining moment in my Cuckoo career when Andrew said, it's like, you have a choice. You know, You could choose to back away or you could choose to find a way. And whatever you decide, everyone will be okay with. It's just, uh, it, it might define the rest of your time working with us. It might define the rest of your life. Who knows? And that was a big moment for me. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I went through all the chicken lists you could imagine. The ex's parents to my orthodontist to kindergarten teacher. I mean, all the people. I was really chicken the call. And I was not getting results at all. And it was actually really challenging. And my results were really low. I wasn't making money. I wasn't making sales. So I went back and sat down with Andrew that next week. And uh, he said, you know, tell me, what are you telling your customers? Like, let's role play. And I told him, I said, I'm sharing my goals. I'm sharing my story that my sample was stolen. I had no money and I had no sales and I wasn't receiving results. And he shared with me a profound lesson again, which is, you know, if you're sharing your story from a position of like, scarcity that you're behind. Nobody wants to be around that negative energy. He shared with me that if you want to enroll people to believe the opportunity of like the success, you got to tell the story as if it's going to be a success. Mm. He just changed my story. I started sharing it. There was a SE2 prize. The contest prize was a galley set. And he said, imagine the story of winning your sample kit back at the conference. And uh, he painted that picture for me. And I, I, he rallied me up. I, I got back up on it. I got back on the phone. I booked up more appointments. And uh, I ended up selling the $6,000 goal to, hit the, to win the galley set as a prize. I won my sample kit back. And just the pride and going through all of those challenges, the emotional challenges and, and, and the, um, just hearing all the negativity and going through the slump. It was unlike anything else that happened in my life up until that point. Uh, athletics never did that for me. Academics never did that for me. To really have a coach and a mentor and also have an opportunity to, to go through tough and then become tougher than tough was really challenging, but so rewarding that summer early in my Cutco career. Wow, that was a great uh, story that you shared right there, Mike. And and I, I really appreciate you offering up the quote that Andrew gave you, which was that you could either back away or you could find a way. And I think that applies to a lot of the challenges that people face, uh, particularly on this job, whether it be as a rep or as a manager. It's you know one of the reasons why work like what we do is so rewarding is because it's hard, and there will be challenges and there will be difficult experiences. And what a lot of people do when they run into those roadblocks is they back away, right? Whereas what others do is they realize, hey, this is an important part of getting to success. I'm going to find a way. Yeah. I appreciate that you shared that. And the idea of sharing your story with positive energy, such a great example. I've learned a principle about influence, which is the concept of a, a past versus future orientation. And that when you talk with someone with a past orientation, it's not as powerful as when you 
talk to someone with a future orientation. And that whole idea of you describing, you know, learning how to transform your story from, you know, all these negative things have happened to me. This is where I've been, right? To, hey, this, these are my goals. These are my aspirations. This is where I'm going. And sharing that with positive energy and enthusiasm makes such a huge difference in, you know, whether people get enrolled in wanting to help you uh, with your goals. So very powerful. Yeah. It's interesting how much of that 2004 situation showed up later in my Cutco career too. Uh, I know you mentioned in management as well as a branch manager. Like my, my mom was diagnosed with ovarian cancer when I was 16 before I left for college, but she went into remission. But then when I was 20, that fall semester, the cancer came back aggressively. So it was another one of those situations, except this one was a lot more you know challenging, of course. But if I didn't go through that what well, what at the moment was such a large challenge, my sample kit got stolen. If I chose not to go through that first challenge, I don't know how I would have responded to this, the next challenge. And I'm sure there was others in between, but this one was something that all of us will eventually experience where a parent gets sick and dies. It's, it's just inevitable. It's a circle of life. But to go through it when I was 20 was really, at that point specifically, maybe even up to this point, the most challenging thing I chose to go through because I didn't have to stay in school and I didn't have to take 26 trips back from Florida to New Jersey to go see my mom while she was sick. And I didn't have to still sell Cutco and still be in management training and still train for branch. But I chose to because I expanded my capacity from 2004 until that time in 2005. And then she passed when I was running my branch in 2006. And again, I didn't have to stay open. I didn't have to still continue my path. But you know, these choices were, were really challenging decisions to make. But if it wasn't, again, for the mentorship of people like Matt King uh, and Scott Dennis, and at that time, John Hoffenberg was a, a part of my uh, division at that moment as well. These individuals were really there to support me and lift me up and uh, keep me focused on what, again, like you said, the positive future story after the circumstance. You know, I, I think many of us are going to go through circumstances that mine might be challenge, more challenging, less challenging, but they were to me. But as long as we can still focus on there will be life beyond the circumstance, how could I get the, the most from them and become more from these situations? Uh, those lessons come back to... Summer 2004, sell and cut go. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change those challenges. And there's many more in between, of course. But I would say those are two that really allowed me to grow so much as a person. That's such a great perspective, Mike. And and I think it's a recurring theme from a lot of people on this podcast who describe how experiencing some of the challenges and difficulties of this job, as big as they seemed at the time, right? We realize now they were they weren't that big but they prepared us for the bigger challenges in life. And they made us more able to handle those bigger challenges when they came along. And that that is such an important idea that, uh, that uh, people need to really remember. There's a quote that I can recall from uh, an old Vector great who said, uh, success is being faced with dozens of decisions every single day and always making the tougher one. And it just always, it reminded me, that quote reminded me, I used to have that quote printed out and like pinned up on a cork board next to my bed. And I finally ripped it down because I got so pissed off and sick of that quote. But uh, 
because <laughs> it's, it's a difficult one to come to terms with, right? Every yeah. day. But, uh, but it just reminds us of choosing the, the more challenging path, right? And any of you listening that are encountering some type of decision you're making about what path you're going to take, you know, in your life, what path you're going to take with Vector this coming summer or anything like that, right? Choosing the more challenging path is almost always the right call. It prepares you better. It's more rewarding. And in looking back, you'll always be glad that you did that uh, versus, you know, having the regret of wondering, you know, you know, what could have happened. So I teach my people now the concept of anti-fragile, uh, you know, that we're, we get stronger through challenge. It's kind of like, there's the concept of fragile, which is like a fine wine glass, the concept of durable, which is like a sippy cup. And then anti-fragile is our immune system. And it gets stronger by getting, uh, you know, experience and exposure to challenge. So that's how we're designed. We get better through challenge. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives. 